Do you have to hit the I'm recording? Oh, no, we're already recording. <laughs> Ooh, look how loud that was. <laughs> Hi, guys. Maybe we should move this back because we're loud humans. There. Okay, here we go. I'm really technical. <clears throat> bringing you a bonus episode this bonus because it's the holidays and we wanted to talk about holiday eating and we're bad at marketing and we thought hey we should just plan on our episodes and then realized maybe people want something on topic and on theme with their life (laughs) yes we're adding this in as a bonus you're welcome so we're just going to talk about holidays and how we can stay on track with intuitive eating and our life and stress So episode five, talking about intuitive eating through the holidays, not letting the holidays get you into a mode of diet culture Mm -hmm. of I need to diet or I need to prep for the holidays or I need to lose weight for the holidays or I need to do anything but just be yourself around the holidays. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just focusing on kind of sticking with your own routine and your own portion sizes that you would regularly stick with. Um, yeah, nothing's so, yeah. changed because it's just the holidays. Yeah. So some of the things that we want to go, we have no rhyme or reason to these tips. Yeah, <laughs> we're just going to we're gonna throw these we're tips talk out. through them because that's how we do life. Yes. Um, basically, one of my thoughts was to bring what you actually want to eat. Mm-hmm. Don't be stuck in a situation at a friend's house or at a family member's where all there is to eat is food that you don't like. Maybe you don't like turkey. Maybe you don't like pumpkin pie, and that's all there is. Bring the type of pie that you like to eat. Bring chicken. Yeah, or bring a veggie dish is always good. There's a ton of different options for vegetables. I know usually at Thanksgiving there's like stuffing and potatoes, but it might be good to just bring a vegetable that other people may not bring. Yeah. Like zucchini. Let's get creative. Make sure. Be creative. You don't have to. This is us telling you that you have permission not to just eat something because it's tradition. Mm -hmm. Don't eat the... What is it that people make with marshmallows on top? <laughs> what is that thing? With sweet potatoes? Sweet potatoes. Okay, we love sweet potatoes, but I don't like marshmallows <laughs> no, on top. No, but a lot of people Ugh. put like marshmallows all on top and like toast it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that if you like it, but if you don't like it, you don't have to eat it just because right. it's Thanksgiving or just because it's only served one time a year. Or green bean casserole. Yes. I never liked gross. that. Yeah. So don't eat it. If you don't like it. But if I've you like never it. had it, but I have a strong suspicion <laughs> I won't like it. Swimming yeah. in any sort of gravy is not really my thing. I do like green beans, though. Yeah, that's true. I could so put down a chain. Yeah. I yeah. could put down a lot of green beans. <laughs> but how you like them. Roast them. Yeah, roast do something them in different. butter. Mm-hmm. You know, just bring something that you know that you like so that in all, if all else fails, you can just eat that mm-hmm. and yeah. be satisfied. So another myth, so we're going to talk about tips and myths. We're just going to kind of mix yeah. them in. So a myth that a lot of people think is, oh, I'm just going to starve myself all day. Yes. And then I'm going to eat whatever I want at <laughs> night and I'm just going to save all my calories. Yeah. Or even the day before. Some people yeah. are like, I'm going to not eat all day the day before or all morning right. and then just gorge myself at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Meal. But the issue with that is 
you your blood sugar is so low <laughs> by the time that you get there and you're so overly hungry that you're going to probably overeat. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to hit a point where you feel Horrible. like crap. You're going to feel awful because you're so full. Yep. The turkey kicks in. What is that? Tryptophan? <laughs> makes you tired. Yes, yeah. Tryptophan. <laughs> makes you tired. And, gonna and you're just going to want to take a nap. So And miss all the fun festivities afterwards, like right. games. That's what we do in my house. We do games too, <laughs> yeah. So you want to kind of keep your same routine. So you would eat, eat your normal breakfast. breakfast, eat your normal lunch. When you're hungry, what you want. Yeah, I mean, if it's Thanksgiving lunch, then you just eat your normal breakfast at your normal time. Oh, yeah, some people eat Thanksgiving early. We do Thanksgiving lunch, yep. What? And then we do, like we do both. We do, <laughs> we we, do yeah. both. Sounds perfect. But, Sounds delicious. But yeah, so try There's to keep also, your same routine. Yeah, and your body needs energy at all times during the day. So mm-hmm. the thought of like starving your body ahead of time, putting it at zero energy for 24 hours or 12 hours before eating and then going to zero to a hundred amounts of energy. You're also, your body also only needs a certain amount of energy to move on. Mm-hmm. So like to go overboard would then put you in a position, like you said, your blood sugar totally spikes and then drops mm-hmm. and it's going to make you feel probably pretty crappy. And I yeah, bet if you can aches. think back to last year or a few years ago when you were doing that, think to how you felt, take note, take inventory of how you felt after Thanksgiving dinner and just be intentional with how you want your body to feel and function during Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah, all of the holidays, any of them, think about how you want to function and how, you know, for me, it's usually the next day I feel crappy. Mm -hmm. I'm sluggish, kind of have like a little Thanksgiving hangover from the gravy or whatever. (laughs) So just think about and take note. Yeah. Eggnog and rum, all the things. Nothing wrong with any of these foods. Just take note of how you usually feel in those scenarios and, you know, be intentional about how you want to feel and what will get you there. Yeah, the other thing is try to maybe start with a normal size or smaller than usual plate. Let's say there's like 10 things out there and you don't know if you're going to like everything. Mm -hmm. Put a little bit of everything that you think you might like on your plate and start with that and then just taste everything. And then if there's two or three things on there and you're like, eh, these aren't aren't great, then you don't feel bad about throwing it because it's only a few bites. And then bring your plate back up and go back for seconds on the things that you like. Right. That way you're eating the things that you like the most and you're still trying other things. Right. Um, But then you're not overeating on things that you're not even... Enjoying. Yeah, enjoying. Yeah, and going along with that, don't feel guilty. I don't feel like we have this too much in my family, but don't feel guilty or get guilted into eating foods that you don't like because your aunt's sister-in-law, whoever, brought it and they slaved over it for 24 hours. Yeah, maybe put a little tiny bit on your plate just to taste it. Yep. And then if you don't like it. If you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. Yeah. You really do not have to eat it. Don't let them make you feel guilty. Don't let them make you take you know more than what you want you can say no this is a great time of year to practice saying no thank you i'm full no thank you i don't like that no thank you it's not my favorite my grandma (laughs) so my grandma that passed away grandma olson she's the coolest um she used to she used to just be like Sharon to my mom, <laughs> Sharon, you need to eat dessert. And then she would like yell at her for uh-huh. not eating dessert. Yeah. And I mean, I always eat dessert, <laughs> but my mom, you know, never would. And then my grandma would also that same day 
say, Sharon, you're putting on a little weight. So in the same token, she would like tell my mom to eat dessert and get mad at her for not eating it. And then she would also like point out flaws. Like criticize her. Yeah. Oh gosh. She was funny. But I think she was like, you know, she was 90 in her 90s. So she didn't. She didn't care. Well, and it's, you know, it's not their intention to make you feel like, I mean, I, my grandma's kind of like that too. Not so much with the weight part, but she'd be like, honey, you didn't have enough to eat. Don't yes. you want seconds? Let me get you seconds. And she's They're super so sweet. concerned. Yes. That you're, you're going to starve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On Thanksgiving, you might starve. Um, but she's always, it's super sweet and it's well-intentioned, right? She wants right. me to feel satisfied and full. And, you know, she talks a lot about coming out of the depression era for her, food is a luxury. Like, that is a privilege and a luxury, and we should enjoy it and clean our plate. Like, having that feeling of, I never had enough, mm-hmm. and so I want to make sure that none of my family ever feels that way. So it's super sweet and well-intentioned. But in that same breath, I can appreciate how well-intentioned it is while still saying no. Right. <laughs> That's okay. You have permission from well, Brooke you, and Alyssa. Tell them we said so. Well, and if you're with your spouse or your kids or something, and let's say your kid tries something and they didn't like it, if you like it, just eat it off your kid's plate when they're done. So you're not wasting food or, you know, if your spouse liked it and you don't just kind of swap plates or like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like you don't just because it's on your plate doesn't mean you have to finish it. You can give it to somebody else. Or if you take a bite of dessert and you're like, Oh, I didn't realize this had peanuts in it and I don't like peanuts. Then give it to somebody else or just nonchalantly throw it away. Yeah. And back to a funny story about not eating foods just because it's tradition. So growing up, and my mom's probably listening to this, she's going to laugh so hard, but growing up, we had this tradition, gosh, this is so embarrassing, but I also wonder how many other people did this. We would take a can of sweetened condensed milk, do you know where I'm going yet? No. <laughs> and boil it? No. Ew. Oh my gosh, Brooke. Okay. No judgment if you like this, but we literally had a can of sweetened condensed milk. We'd boil it for who, however long, and you'd open up the can and it would slide out as like a pudding. <laughs> Your face right now. <laughs> I wish that I could take a picture of her face and show you guys, because this is how I feel about it now. Ew. But growing up, this is the grossest part about it. It would come out on a plate, still with the rings in it from the can. <laughs> like cranberries. Kind of like cranberries, yeah. yeah. And instead of serving it, or some people put it in like a banana cream pie, we would serve it on the plate, still in the shape of the can, and everyone would get a spoon and take a spoonful of this now caramel. It's basically just caramel. Huh. And that stuff is so disgusting. And Brooke, I ate it my whole life. We'd all take a spoonful, and it was like this tradition of eating and it. And it tasted gross. I hated it. Oh. I hated it then. I hate it now. But I never realized that oh. I could give it up until I met my husband and went over to his family's house for the first time for Thanksgiving. And I was so excited to show them this tradition, and their faces looked <laughs> like your face, where they were just like horrified at the idea. That I was boiling a can of anything. They all tasted it to be very nice. And that was the last year I ever had it. Yeah. (laughs) It's so gross. It's so like, it's one of those things that I was only eating because it was tradition. And it was passed on from my grandma's mom's. My great-grandma Jan used to So somebody liked it. Oh, I'm sure. I think probably even my mom would say she likes it. But it's so, I don't like it. So I don't need to, A, make it. We should text your mom and see if she likes it. (laughs) Yeah, we should. That'd be a good idea. But I, you know, it's just one of those things. If there's something similar to this in your household that you don't like, you don't have to eat it. Right. 
Yeah. So, tell yeah. me, listen, can you guys comment and let me know if that's something your family has done? I hope I'm not the only one. I mean, I'm Midwestern <laughs> and we did not do that. Dang it. All right. Just us. But okay. we're Norwegian. We have like Lefsa. <laughs> you would what? Lefsa. I don't even know what that is. It's like potato and it's like potato bread and it's really thin. And then you put butter on it and cinnamon and sugar and you roll it up. And then you eat it, and it's like a that rolled up. That sounds delicious. It's pretty good. I mean, I can't yeah, I eat it say, anymore. Can you not have it? Anymore? Not anymore. But lefsa, lefsa. Yep. All right, I'm gonna try it. Yeah, it's. I'd rather good. have that as a tradition. It's than pretty like good. Yeah. Boiled caramel. Yeah, I like it. I mean, as a kid, I just doused it with sugar mm-hmm. and butter. Mm-hmm. So of course, it tasted good. Sounds delicious. My mother-in-law takes all of her pie crust endings, like all the like excess pie crust, oh. and she bakes it with cinnamon sugar, and we all Ooh, get some. Oh, that, that sounds really good. good. I could see there's better traditions, yeah, people. I could do that. <laughs> the other thing we wanted to say is to keep really hydrated. Mm-hmm. Especially for those of you drinking alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> because yes. we'll catch up with you. Totally. Try to alternate your wine or your beverage <laughs> with a glass of water. You'll or just feel drink, better. Drink them to excuse me. That was my sparkling water. Um, or just drink them together. Have uh-huh. a glass of water with your glass of wine or beer. Yep. Or I know sometimes Christmas, there's like fun cocktails that we try that we don't normally drink. That's awesome. But like, if you drink hard alcohol and you're not used to drinking hard alcohol, drink some water. Yes. It will. And just going into dinner too, being hydrated, you're, you're going to be more in tune with your body. You know, you're going right. to have a better chance at honoring your hunger, honoring your fullness. And when you're buzzed, you yes. don't. Because yes. college. That's so true. <laughs> Let's let's look at 2 a.m. and let's look at the food decisions. Let's look at we the number marrying. of tacos you can eat at 2 a.m. Bust. Yes, a thousand. I think uh, is yeah. the number. <laughs> I mean, the amount of pizza and burritos I ate at 2 a.m. in college. So good. So again, Man. if you kind of keep that under control, you're more than likely going to like stick with your hunger cues and paying right. attention to your body. If you're and drunk, you're feel better the next day. Yeah, if you're drunk. <laughs> Everything's out the window, and you're like, I'll have four desserts because it's in front of me, and you don't even care, even though you're not hungry. What we're saying is choose to have four desserts because you're choosing to have four desserts, not, not because, because the, the alcohol, alcohol made you choose it. <laughs> yes. Um, and like that hangover that I was saying yesterday, sometimes, or yesterday. Listen. Today. This has been one whole episode. <laughs> not yesterday. Today. Uh, if you drink water the next day, you'll feel better, regardless if you're taking in alcohol or not. Right. Food the more water, you you'll drink just feel better. better. Mm-hmm. So, so bring a water bottle either with yes. you to the party or to the gathering. Or what I like to do, what a lot of people do now, is they have little markers next to plastic cups, and you can put your name on it. You yeah. Like gather. Yeah. It's well. It's just nice that you can like have your own oh, water keep cup your own around. Yeah, so yeah. So you don't lose it. That yes. way, it's always with you. But if you set it down, you're because I know sometimes you get distracted with talking to people, and then you're like, I had water, yeah. but you know. So it's good to at least just have something labeled with your name, or just bring your own water bottle so that you can also mm-hmm. drink that. Did we talk about working out yet? Like no movement exercise. Okay, so that's a good one to talk about too. So, a don't feel like you need to burn it to earn it. Don't like wake right. up that morning and go on a 15 mile run because you're going to want to enjoy um, Thanksgiving. Think about all the 5Ks though. Uh, all over. <laughs> and that's I fine. mean, but if, if you like 5Ks yes. and you like running, do it. 
Yeah. There's but don't nothing... just do it because you're yes. like, I'm going to eat everything and this is the only way I'm going to allow myself to. That you're allowed to. to. Yeah. yeah. Uncouple Do a we 5K because it. it's fun. Yeah. And because yeah. your whole family's doing it. Yeah. Maybe it's another tradition, which is I, awesome. I mean, I hope my okay. <laughs> I hope my family never starts. I mean, hilarious. I'm married to Jesse. Please I don't no. think I don't think he's he's actually a really good runner. But really? like well yeah, he was like really good at track oh, in high school. Yeah, he was a hurdle he was a sprinter. Uh-huh. So he could just do yeah. a five K tomorrow I and bet. and kill it, but he doesn't enjoy running uh-huh. for fun. And I don't enjoy running for fun. Uh-huh. So you will never see our family running a 5K. <laughs> Walking a 5K sounds yeah. incredible on a oh, nice day. Oh, once that little babe comes, you push it on yeah. a stroller. Push so in a cute. stroller. That's up as a turkey for yeah, a turkey Yeah, see that? That sounds great. Yeah. But yeah, so, don't yeah. don't just exercise because you know, oh, I'm going to eat a lot today. So I'm going to try to help the calories. I'm going to go to class and burn three, 400 calories so that I can eat five desserts. Right. I mean, you can't. Also, you can't. <laughs> Um, out-exercise a bad diet. Right. Yeah. You can't just say, well, because I exercise today, I can eat whatever, whatever. I want, whenever yeah. I want. I mean, still listen to your body and those cues for intuitive eating. And we talked, yeah, we talked about this in our last episode of intuitive eating, uncoupling the thought of exercising to do with food. They both should be intuitive movements or intuitive actions that you're doing because your body's asking for it. So do some sort of movement, whether it's running, stretching, yoga. You said meditation. I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Like stretching, anything that you feel good doing, do it because it makes you feel good, not because you want to allow yourself or feel less quote unquote guilty for eating later. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? And then with movement, if you, let's say you eat a huge Thanksgiving lunch or dinner and you just feel really awful one thing you can do to just help yourself physically feel better is grab a few relatives or friends that you're with if it's not super cold out if it is cold out bundle up (laughs) just go for a walk outside and that that'll just help you digest and move things along and you're gonna feel better right half hour later favorite traditions growing up at my dad's family's house Every time after Thanksgiving dinner, we would all, like 15 of us or whatever, would go bundle up because we lived outside of Chicago, so it was freaking cold, but we would bundle up and go for a walk just around the neighborhood. It was so fun. It was so pretty. And when there's Christmas lights. Yes. It was a good time. Especially, mm-hmm. if you can do it, especially when it's still light out, it's best. <laughs> but but if you it can just see feels Christmas good. lights. So yeah, we want to talk a little about, if you do get to a point where you felt like for you, you've overeaten, you feel full. We all know that feeling and, you know, we'll do an episode on the hunger scale, but you're like at a 10, like you're about to explode, the buttons are popping, whatever, and you feel really sick. There are some things that you can do to help your body regulate. And one of them is movement, you know, walking. I'm not saying go for a run. (laughs) That's probably not going to feel good, but do what feels good. Maybe for you, it's just stretching. Stretching can be a huge thing just to get that blood pumping, that blood sugar through your blood, (laughs) start to regulate things a little bit. Um, so yeah, go for a walk, do some sort of movement. Um, don't stress about it though, guys, like literally don't, this is one day or two days out of the entire year. There's no reason to beat yourself up over it. We all overeat sometimes and sometimes it's worth it because the food is really good. That's Mm -hmm. totally fine. Give yourself grace, realize it's one or two days out of the year, 10 days. There's 365 days in a year, guys. You got to average out. (laughs) It's going to average out. Yeah, and what you do for one day, it's not going to make or break anything. Like, 
you can try as hard as you want. You're not going to gain 10 pounds in a day. <laughs> or you're lose not. 10 pounds in a day. You know, so like, <laughs> even if you do overeat one day, it's not like you're going to step on the scale and everything in your wardrobe won't fit you the next day. <laughs> I mean, just get back on track into your regular routine the next day if you feel like you really overate. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing about the holidays is it's really stressful for a lot of people. So if yes. you're hosting people and you're, you don't love hosting, um, if you have a lot of people like coming into town that are staying with you, that can be stressful. Or maybe you know you're going to be around people that you don't necessarily get along with. That can yeah, be stressful. Not all. Your politics maybe are <laughs> oh, opposite Jesus. ends of the spectrum. <laughs> you do not want to hear political talk at the Melnori Christmas. <laughs> There are two ends of the spectrum there. My family's not pretty much on the same side. Oh, no. But it still gets super heated. And it's like, guys, we're all agreeing here. (laughs) Yeah. Why are we fighting about? Yeah. Let's keep the politics to a minimum. (laughs) But if you're feeling stressed about hosting or you're feeling stressed um, over like a loved one not being there for the holidays, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why holidays are stressful. So during the next few months, so November, December, just try to focus on things that de-stress you. So mm-hmm. yoga, meditation, prayer, journaling, worship, said. journaling, any kind of exercise Hanging that you enjoy. Friend, one-on-one. Yeah, go get dinner reading. with a friend. Get coffee with a friend. Sleep in. Take naps. Yeah. Big ones on my list. <laughs> yeah, for me, baths. Mm. Oh, I love taking a bath. Yes. Oh. So many things. Yeah. <laughs> Go so get a massage. Oh, yeah. Oh, There's I lots of things. So bad. But yeah, movements <laughs> in there too, you know. Yeah. Any, time of ex- any kind of exercise that you enjoy that you feel is de-stressing for you. Right. So there might be certain exercises that you enjoy, but some that are more helpful for stress relief. Maybe stick with those stress relief ones when you need them. Yeah. And maybe don't do ones that make you more stressed. Like some people like training for a triathlon or training for something can be stressful around this time. Mm-hmm. Even one of my friends has really bad anxiety or stress wearing a Fitbit. Like to really? me, it's just an accessory. It doesn't bother me at all. It stresses her out. She feels like I have to hit this number. I have to get that buzz. Whenever it buzzes, I feel lazy if I don't take it off. There's nothing oh, wow. that no one tells you you have to wear a Fitbit. If it stresses you out, take it off. Yeah, for me, I literally ignore it. I <laughs> like, yeah, sh- I fine. like I like it for heart rate yeah. when I'm mm-hmm. working out. I like to see my heart rate, and then especially when I swim, now that you're pregnant. Yeah. yeah, especially now that I'm pregnant, <laughs> and then swimming, it counts my laps because I can't count. <laughs> it's really hard to count laps. It's really hard to count laps, <laughs> and no my pool is short, yeah, shorter right. than so I have to do more laps. <laughs> You hit like 30 and you're like, I have no idea how many I've swam. So find something de-stressing, you know, um, but also outside of that, around stress, ask for help. Like if you're hosting or you're in charge of most of the food, there's nothing wrong with asking for help, whether that's professional, paying someone. If you Mm -hmm. have the means to pay someone to help you, do it. (laughs) If it's going to stress you out, ain't no one judging you for paying someone to bring the cranberry sauce or whatever. But also, like, our families were from the Midwest. I feel like we all brought like, a dish. Potluck Central. We all brought, yeah. So how our families operate is the same thing. Whoever's hosting usually does, like, the turkey and ham. Yes. Yep. And then sometimes beverages. Yeah. But pretty much everybody brings their own, I mean, Midwest. <laughs> everyone brings their own beer. Their beer. <laughs> um, so everybody brings their own beer. So, you know, got the Bud Light, Coors Light, got the variety. Oh, man. <laughs> and then... Yeah, and then everybody brings a dish to pass. Right. So 
And I think there's nothing wrong with starting a group text or a group email and just saying, hey, I'm happy to do the turkey and the gravy. Um, can anyone sign up for these things? Make a list of what needs to be brought or just let people bring whatever. And it's okay if you don't have every single thing on your wish list. It's okay if we Ask have two types of potatoes. Yes. Well, people because will eat them. I will eat both types. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that might, and this is honestly something that I deal with, I feel like, is stress around is there enough food? I get really like anxious Me when too. people are coming over. I want to make sure that there's enough food for them. Or even when I'm going to someone else's house, mm-hmm. will there be enough food for me? I also love leftovers from Thanksgiving. <laughs> love leftovers. So an idea that we had was if you're stressed about that, it's, it's less awkward if you're the host to do this. But mm-hmm. <laughs> even if you're not, put a little to-go container together for yourself and put it in the fridge. Ahead label of time. it. Yeah. Label it ahead of time. Or put it in your cooler. Yes. Put it in your cooler. In your car. <laughs> Bring it home. Put it in your car. Don't tell anybody. No, but there's nothing wrong with doing that ahead of time. So if you're stressed, I have to eat this now. It only comes around once a year. Will there be enough? I'm not sure if I have enough for seconds. Do it ahead of time. Don't we stress always, about it. When we were in college and like we all lived in Wisconsin, whoever was hosting would always send the college students, but they would always send us home with leftovers because they knew we were poor <laughs> that's it awesome. was awesome can i still get that yeah <laughs> they would just be like oh brooke dylan you get extra like, here's take some home this is your or, decent or meal. like the single cousins who maybe don't love cooking mm-hmm. oh like just take this that's home so, so you don't have to cook which is awesome yep i could eat leftovers every day yeah or if there's another thing too that i think and maybe you can back me up on this, but some of my friends or family that have specific dietary needs, like celiac, Mm -hmm. or they're allergic to peanuts or something, it's okay to reach out to the host and let them know that. Don't go to the party afraid to say anything. Like, oh, I just won't try that because I don't know. Ask. Tell them ahead of time. I mean, I know I'm a dietitian, so maybe I'm a little bit different in this, but I love when people reach out and tell me, like, hey, I have an allergy to lactose. Because if you come to my house and I'm serving something that has milk in it, I'm going to feel real bad yeah. that you're now eating nothing it's, and I'm going to like scrounge up to try to find something. It's super awkward. It is. So, I mean, obviously now at family gatherings, I've been yeah. diagnosed for so long that everybody <laughs> knows. knows and I just know like what to avoid and it's totally fine. I just know like half the desserts I can't touch. That's fine. I yeah. don't need 10 desserts anyway. <laughs> like, I'm fine with just having one. Rice Krispies. Yeah. Fave. Oh, I love Rice Krispies. <laughs> they didn't used to be gluten-free. They are now. But they didn't oh, used the to be. Oh, the ones? Like Rice No, like when you make homemade Rice Krispies. Oh, really? Rice Krispies used to have barley malt in it when I got in diagnosed. Cereal? In the cereal. Oh, that's nuts. Now they're gluten-free. But when oh, I got diagnosed, funny. I couldn't I eat them. I that. Yeah. Oh the, man. The more you know. My but, mom sure is lucky these days. Yes. Your mom. <laughs> you your paved mom, the way for her. I did. Your mom got diagnosed at a better time. <laughs> um, but yeah. So for me, I really hate telling people I don't know. Like if I'm going yeah. to a family gathering and it's like maybe Jesse's family. I mean, they all know now too. But <laughs> right. um, you know, if it was like earlier when we were dating, or mm-hmm. if I'm going to an event and I don't really know anybody, I. I don't normally tell anyone what I'll do is I'll either eat a little bit beforehand yeah knowing okay I don't know if I can eat everything there and then when I get there like if it's just like plain meat and like veggies and dip and like chips and salsa like I'll just stick with what I know is safe and then if it's a mixed dish like cheesy potatoes 
I'll ask like, oh, who made these? Can I ask you what's in it? And yeah. I'll just ask the person specifically. Oh, that's a good idea. And then um, they'll tell me what's in it. And then I just like thank them. Right. So that's what I try and this to do. this goes back, bring your own dish too. Something Again. Something you know you can Right. Make I'll you bring like. something that yeah. I like that I know is safe. Mm-hmm. And then... Again, it's it's hard it's hard if you do the potluck thing because that's what we all do. Yeah, is like if you no can tell the host, yeah. but if the host is just making Doesn't know. meat or like, let's say you're a vegetarian, yeah, and you tell the host, okay, they're making meat, but I'm sure somebody will bring veggies. <laughs> totally, or, yeah. Or if you're the vegetarian, bring veggies and dip. Yes, exactly. And bring like a good veggie dish. And I at one and point like said, was a vegetarian, yeah. So people would get annoyed because then they were like, "Well, it's hard. We don't know what to feed you." Right. Well, and I like host a lot of things. I love hosting. I love when people reach out and tell me, and I love to cater them a little bit. I don't make it like a big deal. Right. I don't like tell everyone. But like a friend um, of mine came to a party that I threw one time, and I was making chili, and she's a vegetarian, and oh, yeah. I just. Before I added the meat to all the beans and everything, I just took out a little bit for her, kept it aside, and put in the meat to the rest of it and just let it be. And then when she came, she was like flabbergasted. She was so happy. She was like, thanks so much. That was really thoughtful. So it's Mm -hmm. a way for you to be a host to really care. And so even in that text message or email, you can say, hey, let us know if anyone has dietary constraints. There are some that are preferences. Like, okay, sorry, we're not going to cater like our entire thing to your preference. But if you're allergic to peanuts, like, like yes. anaphylactically. Yeah, we should not celiac, have peanuts. You know, like, yeah, having severe peanut allergies. No right. <laughs> Don't bring peanut butter cake or whatever to the party. Mm-hmm. I just think it's something to talk about. I don't yeah. remember how I got on this tangent. I think we we're talking about stress. Yeah, the stress <laughs> of hosting. But yes. again, if you have any dietary restrictions that are either, you know, by choice, like you're a vegan or vegetarian... Um, I would say bring, yeah, bring a dish that you can eat that's Mm -hmm. filling. Yeah. Also that's filling. And then maybe eat some snacks like an hour or two before you go so that you're not starving. Right. And then again, like same, that's what I do at least. And then if you feel comfortable or if it's somebody who knows your restrictions, you know, it's, it's a little less awkward, but if you're going to a family gathering and everybody's bringing a different plate, then it's Mm -hmm. hard because you can't. You can't reach out to everyone that's right. bringing something. So I would say bring your own and yeah. then um, maybe bring two dishes yeah. that you that are easy. And a power bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Throw case. an RX bar in your yes. purse. Uh, just don't good. stress about it. Don't say no to fun family or friend obligations because you're afraid of blowing your diet or maybe, mm-hmm. you know, you do have an allergy or something. Don't say no because you're afraid to ask for help or reach out or bring your own dish or whatnot. Um, intuitive eating, intuitive living really in all aspects of your life includes saying yes to things and enjoying things to their fullest and feeling satisfied emotionally, spiritually, like fulfilling all those needs too, not just your hunger, mm-hmm. but also remembering what we talked about. And you can always go back and listen <laughs> to our third episode. I forget. The intuitive eating one, it's labeled. No, it's not. It's fine <laughs> just to find it. But all about intuitive it's... eating. Honor your hunger. Honor your fullness. Pay close attention and use. Look at Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever holiday you celebrate around this time. Look at it as a learning experience. Know that going into it, hey, I'm not going to be perfect. Give yourself grace. But take note of how you feel. If you mm-hmm. eat a ton of cheesy potatoes and they tasted really good and you were satisfied, but you felt sick after, 
all of that is fine. Just know that next year when you're making that choice, know that you're not going to feel great. But if it's going to satisfy you and it's what you want, then go for it. Mm -hmm. But if you go, I really don't want to feel like crap tonight. I want to be able to play charades and jump up and down. (laughs) Then maybe I should stay away from those this time or put them in a container to eat another day. And also along these lines, it's okay to make Thanksgiving and Christmas food or whatever holiday food you enjoy any time of year. You don't Mm -hmm. need to, you know, I think sometimes we feel guilty that this is the only time I'm going to get stuffing or this is the only time I'm going to get these types of foods. Uh, who said? Yeah, just make them on a random Sunday when you have right. time. If yeah. there's a time during the year that you want them, eat, make them. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Sweet potato casserole, good all year round. Yeah, sweet potatoes With are pecans, good With pecans, not day. marshmallows. That's what we're making today. Oh, so good. <laughs> the pecans. <laughs> we have them. So much we better. have them cooking in the oven right now. <laughs> Girl, it's one of my favorites. There's a decent amount of sugar in there, though. I do get a bellyache after eating too much of it. Oh, I cut out... Almost all the sugar because I feel the same way. Yeah, I, I just, only I only top delicious. it with the brown sugar and pecans, but I don't put sugar in the. Oh, maybe we'll do that. Part. I mean, just for me, no, personally, I don't feel good with to, it. Yeah. But I, the toppings, I keep it in you, the toppings. We topping. need it in the toppings because yeah, it's that delicious. Pecans, you need. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's okay. so good. Well, but anyways, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, I think that. This was a quick, just little tips and myths. So bonus episode, just a little just bonus. For you. But yeah, just stick with your same routine if you can, your same mm-hmm. regimen. Try to stick with your same portion sizes, and then, like I said, you can always go back for seconds if there's Give something. Give yourself grace, or not even seconds if you're really full and you really like something. Mm-hmm. Ask for a Ziploc baggie mm-hmm. <laughs> and put it in there, or, or the recipe, or yeah, or to ask make it for yourself. the recipe. Then Try you don't to... have to share with anyone. Yeah. That's a good idea, too. Yeah. Um, something that I always do anytime I have, like, a dinner party or a Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever is I pre-buy, like, those really cheap Glad containers. Oh, For, like, yeah. a buck ninety nine, yeah. you get, like, eight or something. And I always have those, so mm. when people are ready to leave, I package them all up and send everyone home with, like, a thing of leftovers, if we have enough or whatever. You're such a good hostess. Well, you learn after you, you don't do. get your Tupperware returned. And I have yeah, very nice, I don't, good Tupperware. Yeah, I like the Tupperware we have. So. <laughs> and it's reusable for them, too, yeah. you know? So, I mean, they can always use it or bring it back. Or a lot of times what's happened is I go to their house for dinner another night, and they send it back with me. It's like this ongoing yeah. waste not one Tupperware. <laughs> I do have Tara. I have your Tupperware. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll see you soon. She hasn't forgotten Tara. Um, yeah. So have grace with yourself. Just look at the holidays as another way to develop and enhance your intuitive eating skills. Skills, yeah. So it's a skill set. I mean, intuitive eating is not going to come like, oh, I'm going to start this tomorrow. It's not like the cabbage soup diet where you start it tomorrow and that's all you have. <laughs> For yeah, 30 days or takes, whatever it is. It takes a long time to really feel comfortable with it. And right. then you're still going to have moments where you know you did not yeah. listen to your body. Totally. And that's okay as long as you learn something from it. Yeah, and take note. I think we were talking about this before. I felt like a really good intuitive eater until I got pregnant and then was breastfeeding. And now I'm having to relearn it again. And Aiden just turned three. So I'm still on this track of relearning what this looks like. Because it's been a year and a half since yeah. he stopped breastfeeding. Pregnancy is hard and... Mm-hmm. It changed. I mean, your the hormones and your whole body. I mean, when you hit your 30s or your 40s or maybe, you know, menopause or whatever, it's going to change what intuitive eating looks like for you. Mm-hmm. But know that it's a process. I mean, you think about anything you're good at now, like for me cooking, I sucked at cooking when I first started. I didn't know what spices went with what. 
And now it's like after you do a couple hundred recipes, now I know that, oh, right. these are the spices I put with chicken. These are the spices I put with beef. Like this makes sense when I'm making a Ours veggie dish. labels. <laughs> All of our oh. spices are like... Chicken. Good for fish and chicken. Oh, yeah. From Pen- Savory, Pen- oh, savory yes. Spice Shop. Yes. Oh, That's super helpful. I have a coupon for them but don't, right now. But like for me, it's like, oh, I know now that I like sautéed chicken over baked chicken. Mm-hmm. Or I don't like boiled chicken. It's not something I preferably yeah. enjoy. I don't like when I microwave almost anything. But that's something that's come over time that now I know how to cook better. And that's something that, you know, takes hundreds of recipes to learn and perfect and that's the same with intuitive eating it's gonna take time it's gonna take one misstep or one right step and left step and backwards step before you get it and by the way it's never gonna look perfect it's never gonna look right quote unquote it's always I mean every day even if you are an intuitive eater you're gonna have times where maybe you didn't feel the best or you I don't know it's just something it's never it's not a perfect diet it's not a perfect way of life it's every day just living your life and enjoying it and adding value. Yeah. So enjoy the holidays, everyone. Yes. We hope you have a safe, safe and, and happy holidays and guilt-free, stress-free. Stress-free. So try to focus on those good stress relievers that you have in your pocket. If you don't have any good ones, try out some new stress relieving activities. Yes. And listen to our other podcasts, too, to help you with some movement and exercise ideas. Because that's coming out same day. Same day. So enjoy those. Maybe while you're around your family and friends, feel free to drop this podcast as a recommendation. Yes, (laughs) I will be at Thanksgiving. If things get awkward about politics, feel free to just turn on the podcast and make everyone be quiet. Have it blaring in the Although background. Although we'll nutrition can get very heated. Totally. So just like religion and politics. Yes. Yeah. It's so true. I had somebody get real mean one time on my blog and I had to delete him on Facebook. Oh, no. He, yeah, he was a vegan and oh, he, yeah. he... Oh, I think you told me about him. He was very angry that I didn't believe in veganism. Right. Long story. And but. you don't have to defend your choice to be an intuitive eater or whatever you're doing. You don't have to defend it. Just be. Just exist. Just be yourself. Just choose what you want to choose for your body and yourself. You don't have to make anyone else's choices for them, and you don't have to defend your choices. Right. So this is Brooke and Alyssa giving you permission to do whatever the hell you want. Do it. <laughs> you, you do you. <laughs> That's exactly right. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And Oh, check us out on Instagram, our favorite place to hang out. It's at diet.riot.podcast. Um, otherwise... You can email us at hello at dietriotpodcast.com if you have any questions or suggestions or corrections because we're up for them. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. any other topics as usual. That's right. Yeah. Email us. Let us know. Thanks. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. What perfect timing. <laughs>